As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Wait till they get a load of me. I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Batman. I am the father. I am Optimus Prime. My name is Bob. James Bob. It's a lion! It's a lion! It's a lion! Here's Johnny! Some men just want to watch the world burn. I'm only human, Harry! Talking movies with Brian Lataki. And here we go. Here's Brian Lataki. You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we're seeking revenge with the Northmen. Father! Father is here! The king, my lady. The king. How I've missed you, my son. One day this kingdom will be yours. Thank you, Father. My king. Father! Remember, for whom you shed your last teardrop. You must choose between kindness for your kin or hate for your enemies. Your strength breaks men's bones. I have the cunning to break their minds. Night by night, we will carry out my pledge of vengeance. I will avenge you, Father. I will avenge you, Father. From visionary director Robert Eggers comes The Northman, an action-filled epic that follows a young Viking prince on his quest to avenge his father's murder. Written by the team of Schoen and Robert Eggers, and directed by Robert Eggers, The Northman stars Alexander Skarsgård's Amleth, Nicole Kidman as Queen Gudrun, Clay's Bang as Fjolnir the Brotherless, Anya Taylor-Joy as Olga of the Birch Forest, and features Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe, Elliot Rose, and Gustav Lind. Now before we talk about the movie itself, it is best that we talk about Robert Eggers' previous films and the misleading trailers studios released. First, there was The Witch, a dark, methodical descent into madness and witchcraft. The trailer showed a jump-scare-filled horror movie with demonic possession and a creepy black ram. Then we got The Lighthouse, a dark, methodical descent into madness and loneliness, with the trailer showing us two opposite men isolated in a lighthouse that began to plot the murder of one another. And finally, we come to The Northman, a dark, methodical descent into madness and revenge. The trailer shows an action-packed, blood-soaked Viking revenge film. And that is partly true. Of course, all of the scenes from the trailer are in the movie, but they're cherry-picked from the most jam-packed scenes. Now, in reality, The Northman is a very dark film utilizing natural-type lighting, meaning the sun or fire. It's very slow, taking up its entire 136-minute runtime following Skarsgård's Amleth as he seeks revenge for the murder of his father. Now, heavily featured are scenes of infiltration and trust-earning, which can seem boring or slow to those that were expecting said bloodbath. It features mixes of various languages and long drawn-out scenes with seers and witches talking about threads of fate and the ceremonies thereof. Now, I can't talk about its historical accuracy, seeing as I'm not a historian, but this movie is more methodical and shows Eggert's views of Viking life more so than shows like Vikings do. The acting is incredible, with Alexander Skarsgård showing that he's so much more than a vampire from True Blood. He shows pain, love, and unbridled 
unbridled rage. Anya Taylor-Joy is perfectly cast and is likely to continue to pop up in Edgar's movies as their careers continue. Now, I did feel that Nicole Kidman, as amazing as she is, was a bit flat throughout the movie, but after the credits rolled, it all starts to make sense. Ultimately, my advice is this. Do not go into this movie expecting two hours of what you see in the trailer. That makes up maybe an hour of its runtime. When it happens, it's chaotic violence and it's extremely intense and guttural. Rather, go into this movie knowing that it's intentionally slow, dark, and a little nuts at times. I give The Northman a B+. The snow should be gone soon, and so should your excess hair. The team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start it off with a release date change. Spider-Man! Just last year, a trailer released for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the sequel to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It announced that part one of this series will release in 2022, with the original date set at October 7th. Unfortunately, there has been a delay, and the movie will now release on June 2nd of 2023. No reason for the shift was announced, but Sony did move their live-action CGI musical comedy Lyle Lyle Crocodile into its release date. Also announced at the same time is that Across the Spider-Verse Part 2 will now release on March 29th of 2024, while Madam Web, starring Dakota Johnson and Sidney Sweeney, will release on July 7th of 2023. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah... I'm thinking I'm back! According to Deadline, John Wick creator Derek Kolstad has written a script and is in the process of developing a Streets of Rage movie based on the 1991 Sega Genesis video game. Streets of Rage followed a group of vigilantes that fight their way through the city. In addition to being filled with violent criminals, the vigilantes are also in pursuit of an evil mob boss. Another video game movie in development is a movie based on Minecraft. Warner Brothers has announced that they're in final negotiations with Jason Momoa to star, while Napoleon Dynamite's Jared Hess will direct. A Minecraft movie has been in development for a number of years, with Sean Levy, who did The Atom Project, once slated to direct, but departed the film over creative differences. He was then replaced with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia star Rob McElhaney, who had Steve Carell in talks to star. After those two departed, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist director Peter Solit stepped in, but after the film was removed from the schedule due to the pandemic, Solit left as well. Vin Diesel took to Instagram to announce that the next feature of the Fast and Furious franchise will be titled Fast X. Fast X is currently in production and is filming back-to-back with Fast 11, or whatever they choose to call the final film in the series. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are in court over their $50 million defamation case. Why is Ram gone? And while I won't go into the details of the trial itself, one admission came from Depp during the process could affect Captain Jack Sparrow and the future of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. During questioning by Amber Heard's lawyer, Ben Rottenborn, he asked, quote, The fact is, Mr. Depp, if Disney came to you with $300 million and a million alpacas, nothing on this earth would get you to go back and work with Disney on a Pirates of the Caribbean film, correct? To the question, Depp replied, quote, That is true, Mr. Rottenborn. Why is the rum gone? Depp went on to say in his testimony that even though Disney kept the image of Jack Sparrow in all avenues of the franchise, including the theme park ride, the actor himself was pushed out. He said, quote, They didn't remove my character from the rides. They didn't stop selling dolls of Captain 
Captain Jack Sparrow. They didn't stop selling anything. They just didn't want there to be something trailing behind me that they'd find. Depp went on to claim that he was dropped from the sixth film days after Amber Heard's op-ed piece accusing him of being a spousal abuser was published. You are without doubt the worst pirate I've ever heard of. But you have heard of me. It was also announced this past week that production on Aziz Ansari's featured directorial debut titled Being Mortal has been suspended. Who's that guy? It's the priest. I want you to swear to God you won't back out of this deal. Deadline is now reporting that the reason for the delay was a complaint made against Bill Murray for inappropriate behavior. The nature of Murray's alleged inappropriate behavior hasn't been revealed, but an investigation into the complaint is underway. Spawn creator Todd McFarlane recently spoke with BleedingCool.com and offered an update on the very slow-in-development Spawn reboot. You sent me to hell, Jason! I'm here to return the favor! McFarlane said, quote, something's going to give in the next few months, right? There's too many people pushing in that direction. Again, I've got a call later today on that very subject. You can imagine Spider-Man makes a billion dollars and everybody sort of gets sort of, I mean, they were already crazy. Now they just got twice as crazy. I mean, they got crazy when the only movies that were making money were superheroes and then Venom goes and rocks it and then Spider-Man comes in and obliterates it. So now they're almost singular in their mindset of what kind of ideas they've got. So something has to happen. We'll never get to the top of the mountain if we can't do it now with everybody wanting to do it now. Fingers crossed. I would say it's now or never. McFarlane himself had expressed a desire for making an R-rated Spawn reboot after the disappointing release of the 1997 film. The reboot gained some traction when Jamie Foxx signed on to the film in 2018, and it was also announced that Jason Blum was producing while McFarlane would be taking on writing and directing duties. Last summer, when The Forever Purge was released, Jason Blum was asked by ComicBook.com about the status of the Spawn reboot, where he said, quote, Oh yeah, we're going to make it. We're going to make it. It takes a while to get the script right, but we'll make it. Over in the land of Netflix, news isn't so good. Recently, during their Q1 earnings call, it was reported that Netflix has seen a decline in subscribers by 200,000 globally in quarter one. This is the first time in over a decade where Netflix has announced a subscriber loss, which then also caused their stock to dip by 20%. A reason being cited for the potential loss has been password sharing with people from outside of the household. Netflix has made it clear in the past that they want to crack down on password sharing, and it's something they're not letting up on as they reveal exactly how many households are actually swapping the login information. In the same report, Netflix revealed that about 100 million households are sharing passwords. It was also announced this past weekend that Bright 2, the sequel to the film that starred Will Smith and Joel Edgerton, has been cancelled. The cancellation was confirmed by Bloomberg's Lucas Shaw, who also reported that National Geographic has delayed production on a project that they were working on with Will Smith. While the delayed National Geographic project is in fact due to the Oscar slap controversy, Netflix deciding not to make Bright 2 supposedly has nothing to do with what happened at the Oscars. Over in Netflix casting, it was announced that nine new actors for Arnold Schwarzenegger's series, currently referred to as FUBAR, have been signed. The series, which is expected to be a spy adventure, has added Gabriel Luna, Travis Van Winkle, Fortune Feimster, Jay Baruchel, Milan Carter, Fabiana Oduno, Barbara Eve Harris, and Andy Buckley. According to Schwarzenegger, the untitled series is a television series based on true lies. Schwarzenegger said, quote, I'm a secret agent, but my family does doesn't know that I'm a secret agent. As the story develops, I don't know that my daughter, who I thought was a Peace Corps worker overseas, is also actually a secret agent. So it's comedy and action all combined like true lies. Over at FX, a release date has been set for the upcoming project The Old Man, starring Jeff Bridges. The project, which is the first since Bridges announced that he is diagnosed with lymphoma in 2020, follows CIA operative Dan Chase, a man forced to reconcile his past after an assassin makes it his mission to take him out. The first two of seven episodes were released on June 16th, 2022 on FX. 
over at HBO Max, it's currently being rumored that Sope Dirisu will be the star of the upcoming Constantine series coming from J.J. Abrams. The project is set to be developed around a Justice League Dark franchise for DC Entertainment, with several characters expected to appear in various projects. While Dirisu is being considered for the part, it doesn't mean that he will be the lead in the series. John Constantine is a British exorcist and occult detective who hunts the supernatural. The character has appeared in countless comics and been adapted for film and television, with Keanu Reeves playing Constantine in Francis Lawrence's 2005 film. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And Matt Ryan starring as the character for the Arrowverse. What? You've never seen magic before. While the sixth and final season of Better Call Saul recently kicked off on AMC, Bob Odenkirk has already lined up his next project with the network. It was announced that the upcoming project, Straight Man, has been given a series order by AMC. Straight Man is based on the novel by Richard Russo, where Odenkirk will star as William Henry Devereux Jr., the unlikely chairman of the English department in a badly underfunded college in the Pennsylvania Rust Belt, who is going through a midlife crisis. Aaron Zellman and Paul Lieberstein are penning the script and will also serve as showrunners on the series. Over in Springfield, it's been a decade since the death of Marcia Wallace, who had voiced Mrs. Krabappel on The Simpsons. The character was retired out of respect, and over the years, the role of Bart's fourth-grade teacher has been filled by guest stars. But recently, it was announced that a new permanent replacement has been found. Entertainment Weekly is reporting that Kerry Washington has joined the cast of The Simpsons as Ms. Peyton, the newest teacher at Springfield Elementary. Washington will make her debut on The Simpsons this weekend, saying, quote, she's a great teacher, but like all the best teachers, she knows that her students have just as much to teach her as she has to teach them, and teaching Bart is a job filled with growth opportunities. And finally, in the land of print, it was announced that Marvel Comics will release their upcoming new Predator comic on July 6th. Coming from the creative team of Ed Brisson and Kev Walker, Predator number one kicks off when a young girl sees her family slaughtered by a predator. Years later, though her ship is barely holding together food is running short, Theta won't stop stalking the spaceways until the Yautja monster who killed her family is dead or she is. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at TalkingMoviesPC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, I will avenge you, Father. I will save you, Mother. I will kill you, Fjolnir. <laughs> <laughs>